morning. It is Saturday, February 17th. And today's quote of the day is from Anne Morrow Lindbergh, writer. From 1906, she lived until 2001. And she says, It takes as much courage to have tried and failed as it does to have tried and succeeded. And that's your quote for the day. Let's make it a good one. Today's horoscopes by Linda C. Black Astrology. Aries, nurture your spirit with peace and quiet. Reflect philosophically. Organize plans with Mercury and Pisces. Dreams could seem prophetic. Relax and envision possibilities. Taurus, teamwork gets the job done. Avoid distractions. Your networks buzz and strengthen with Mercury and Pisces. Grow your community by listening and participating. Gemini, watch for career opportunities over the next three weeks with Mercury and Pisces. Team up with a genius, promote, share, and connect. Cancer, travel, communication, and education flow with greater ease with Mercury, plus the moon, Neptune and Venus, and Pisces. Explore and discover. Leo, for several weeks with Mercury and Pisces, it's easier to keep track and grow your investments. Discuss finances together and make important choices. Strategize to expand. Virgo, communication flows easily in collaboration over three weeks with Mercury and Pisces. Sign agreements and negotiate terms. You and a partner balance each other. Libra, Listen to your own body with Mercury plus Moon, Neptune, and Venus in Pisces. Express excellence through physical action. Balance work, play, and health. Scorpio, the game gets more fun with Mercury in Pisces. Express your heart, romance, charms, and enchants. You're exceptionally persuasive, and others want to play. Sagittarius, create your dream home. Over the next three weeks with Mercury and Pisces, talk about what you want with family. Settle into your nest together. Capricorn, your curiosity and intellect are wide awake. The next three weeks with Mercury and Pisces hold high-powered communications and learning. Share with your networks. Aquarius, begin a financially savvy phase for three weeks with Mercury and Pisces. Profit through communication. You're smarter with shopping and financial decisions. Invest in success. In Pisces, you're exceptionally brilliant over the next few weeks with Mercury in your sign. Write, record, and share your personal view. Network and share resources. And these are your horoscopes for Saturday, February 17th. If you were born today, February 17th, you are a responsible, success-oriented, and driven person who rises to most any challenge that comes your way. Your staying power is tremendous, and others are generally in awe of your ability to overcome obstacles. Your professional life is extremely important to you. You need to be careful that your worldly ambitions don't take over your life. Others admire you for your cool and collected approach to the world, and although you enjoy this reputation, it can come at a price. 
you don't always open your heart to others and might feel alone, even if you are surrounded by people. Famous people born today include Rene Russo, Lou Diamond Phillips, Michael Jordan, Denise Richards, Billy Joe Armstrong, Paris Hilton, and Margaret Truman. Happy birthday, Aquarians! Today in Rock, February 17, 1955, at the recommendation of R&B artist Lloyd Price, Richard Penniman, who is currently leading an ensemble called Little Richard and the Upsetters, sends a demo tape to Specialty Records founder Art Rupé. After some initial reluctance, Rupé will sign Penniman to a contract that will pay the singer a half cent for every record sold. 1960, after achieving more than $15 million in sales with Cadence Records, the Everly Brothers signed a 10-year, $1 million contract with Warner Brothers Records, where they will enjoy eight more U.S. Top 40 hits over the next seven years. On that same day, Elvis Presley receives his first gold record for the album Elvis. 1962, Gene Chandler had the top tune on the Billboard Pop Chart with The Duke of Earl, his first of six U.S. chart hits. 1964, Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass appear in their first major concert in Los Angeles. Over the next three years, they will become one of the most successful instrumental acts in history, achieving 12 Billboard Top 40 hits. 1966, James Brown records It's a Man's 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 World at Bob Gallo's Talent Master Studio in New York. Song would top the Billboard R&B chart and reach number 13 in the UK. The Beach Boys begin recording sessions for Brian Wilson's masterpiece, Good Vibrations. Multiple layered overdubs spread out over 11 sessions would make this the most expensive single ever recorded to date. Although the record would top charts around the world and sell millions of copies, it would be the Beach Boys' last to reach the Billboard Top 10 for 10 years. 25-year-old Staff Sergeant Barry Sadler receives two gold records for the single The Ballad of the Green Berets and the album of the same name. 1971, James Taylor makes his TV debut on ABC's Johnny Cash show. 1972, Pink Floyd premiered some material that was scheduled to appear on the Dark Side of the Moon album, including the song Eclipse, at the Rainbow Theater in London. 1973, War started a two-week run at number one on the Billboard album chart with The World is a Ghetto. The rock ensemble Free who reached number two in the UK and number four in the US in 1970 with All Right Now, play their final show at Florida's Hollywood Sportatorium. Vocalist Paul Rogers and drummer Simon Kirk will move on to form Bad Company. Olcott, New York's King Harvest sees their first and only Billboard Top 40 record, Dancing in the Moonlight, peak at number 13. Song also reached number 10 on the Cashbox bestsellers list and number five, on Canada's RPM Singles Chart. 1976, the Eagles released their Greatest Hits 1971 to 1975 album. To this day, it is still one of the best-selling records of all time. 1979, England's The Clash kick off their U.S. tour in New York, opening with a mainstay of their live act called I'm So Bored with the USA. In 2004, the RIAA filed 531 John Doe lawsuits against suspected users of peer-to-peer -peer file sharing services. 
In 2006, Bill Cowsill, who led his band The Cowsills on their 1967 hit The Rain, The Park, and Other Things, died at the age of 58. His family learned of his death shortly after a memorial for their brother Barry, who drowned in the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina. 2008, Little Richard got a standing ovation from a crowd of 2,400 at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville without playing a single note. 75-year-old rock and roll pioneer was seated at the rear of the auditorium during a concert by The Temptations and The Four Tops when he was introduced by The Temps' Otis Williams. In 2012, Michael Davis, part of the MC5 lineup who rose to prominence with their 1969 track Kick Out the Jams, died following treatment for liver disease. He was 68. 2014, Devo guitarist Bob Casal died of heart failure at the age of 61. The band had a string of new wave hits including Whip It and Girl You Want. And this is your day in rock, February 17th. So two factory workers are talking and the woman says, I can make the boss give me the day off. And the man replies, how'd you do that? And the woman says, just wait and see. Then she hangs upside down from the ceiling. The boss comes in and says, what are you doing? The woman replies, I'm a light bulb. The boss says, you've been working so much you've gone crazy. I think you need to take the day off. The man starts to follow her out, and the boss says, Where are you going? And the man says, I'm going home too. I can't work in the dark. So here's a story I'll share with you. Uh, on Celebrity News, published February 16th, Elton John's most recent performance hit an unexpected note after the singer was whacked in the face with what appeared to be Mardi Gras beads while on stage. On Wednesday during his Caesars Palace performance in Las Vegas, the legendary singer was in the middle of his song Saturday Night's Alright for Fighting when the beads flew at his face, hitting him directly in the mouth. Shocked and clearly appalled, John looked around on stage and was aided by the help of security while he checked his teeth to make sure there wasn't too much damage. According to TMZ, the singer had invited the first row of audience members onto the stage for the song, and one of them was reportedly the bead thrower. But after only a few seconds, John composed himself and the show continued on. John recently made headlines after announcing that he would officially retire from touring. I've been so incredibly lucky, but my life has changed. The priorities in my life have changed. My priorities now are my children, my husband, and my family he said in a January 24th press conference. The 70-year-old said he will kick off his final world tour this September. He said the tour will last for three years in order to visit all of the places where he has fans. Well, all I could say, Elton John, is that, yeah, after getting hit in the face with some beads by someone who actually paid, I don't know, $300 to sit in the first row, probably $1,000 to sit in the first row. Well, it just might be time. I think it's time. You're not up for this anymore. Let's just face it. Make your money for the next three years and enjoy your retirement. You can still record. We still love you. Okay. And that's it for me today. Have a great Saturday. And uh, in the Northeast, yeah, we're getting some snow again. Boo. Talk to you soon. Bye.